table. Yeah, this is what's wrong with you. There's always something wrong with you, Mr. Under the Table. By the way, you know we're recording, isn't it? I don't give a monkey's ass. <laughs> Shit. That was nuts, bruv. Man said Mr. Under the Table. Wow. Well, that's what he is, isn't it? What, you're not going to do it so people can see it, are you? Ah. There's a case. Right. Coming, there's a case coming. There is. Through, okay. <laughs> there's a case coming for us. It's the second one in the last two weeks. See when COVID's over, there's Yo a case coming. better through. leave this place. So let me kick this off. Wow. I'm about to catch a case. You the last person who sung that song. That's a big tune. The last person who sung that song. Ronald Isley. No, the after him. No. R. Kelly. No. <laughs> you know, okay, right? Anyway. See the way, it's a tune, still way. Are you sure? You ready? Yes. That's better alcohol now, Jesus. Um, big, big up our sponsors, Captain Morgan. They're not sponsoring us. <laughs> Cut that out, bro. Oh, yeah, sorry, I'm bad. not earning bread from Cap Morgan, so stop it. Stop it. Mark does this every week. This is episode 42 or 43 of the Different Show podcast of myself, Real Talk Reese. Who do you have in the studio to my right? <laughs> so he's chewing, as always. Um... To the, the guy to my left is Mr. O. Hey, hey, hey! How is everybody doing? So, Mark, do you want to say what your name is now? <laughs> oh, that felt good. He knows, yeah. Every time we record, there's times where I'm about to do the intro, and he opens the packet too late, and then he takes too long to open the packet. Then after he does that, he just starts moving like a mook while opening the packet. He eats it out of the packet. So when he takes a bite, he crumples it but, every but time. Then, you know so the worst, you but then but then the worst thing about it is he can take a bite out of the um, he can take a bite out of the mini roll yeah <laughs> and then just be like okay cool wait two drinks and then goes back and then comes he back. stuffs his face like some like Chippendale bruv Chippendales eat they have to it's a lot of hip thrusting do they eat underneath the table Mark? <laughs> I'm good I'm 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 Tony Tony the Tiger. I'm great. Okay. Oh. I I am um, I'm especially good. Um, what do you want? Chocolate. Yeah. Especially, why are you especially good? Because it's still half term. Well, one is still half term. Take out the bag without making noise. <laughs> I'm sorry. One still half term. I'm noisy like that. Two. There's. <laughs> Sourcing my cup. And three, uh, I found an edible plug. I could have given you an edible plug and I didn't smoke. So what, what have you been doing in your spare time? I noticed your right arm's a bit, bit hencher than your left. How would you notice that, Mark? You can see it for your jumper. That's um, very observant of you. Thank you no. for watching my body. Looking out for my, my brothers. I appreciate it. Uh, Reese, how are you, sir? I was fine before you looked like to make me feel comfortable about your quagmire <laughs> He's on crud. Who's on crud? That one there. Not me. He's on a different type of crud. I'm peaceful and calm, believe me. How are you, Rhys? I'm well, man. <laughs> That's what I actually said. I'm well. I've now found a hack so that even if I go outside and my hair and my beard looks unkempt, I now know how to make it look like it's a little bit more decent. So yeah, the hack is working. <laughs> 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 are you are you willing to share the hack with obviously a lot of other people? Well, not you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> you got to find your own. As you like to say, peace, which you have, and hair grease, which you can't use, is the mix in this. He's got so. a bit on top. Hair grease <laughs> and a sponge. <laughs> 
and it just makes it look a little bit more decent. So yeah, so early. Are you going back? Are you going to the barbers next week? I have no idea. I just want to see the gym. Okay. That's more important. Gyms opening or barbers opening? Gyms. Both. Gyms. You have, someone to, who- you have to love me for me. So, <laughs> gyms. And I was like, yeah, but I, I know what I looked like before the gym stopped. Mm. I know what my face looks like underneath this. My body's fatigued a little piece, so I have to get the strength back up. You know what I mean? Lockdown weight. I'm looking to start swimming. I, I don't know. I don't have no... That's, there's no lockdown weight. start swimming. Mm. That's something I haven't... That's going to work every muscle. That's mm, Exactly. Something that works. You used to only work in muscle. Something in that works. <laughs> everything. You know. Just getting something... What is it? Either... Racket hear me is fine. Badminton. No, I did. I just chose to ignore it. I'm, 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 I'm in a good place right now. So, you know. <laughs> kick us off, Mark. All right, I'll kick us off with um, if you caught your partner and your best friend flirting, who's more in the wrong? Both of them. Both of them. It's a. That's a. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, but then this, you know what this does? As soon as- It just opens the- That type of question, it sends me right back to a Jerry Springer day where same type of situation would come out. This person was going out with this person. They were then flirting with this person. Then the girl comes out and then she starts attacking the girl only. Yeah. As, you know, oh, you're my friend. I can't believe you did this to me. And then, you know, they're fighting on stage. Steve comes on, a boo pots out, but, you know. <laughs> No, t- but first of all, <laughs> Jerry Springer was never real in the first place. Yeah, I know, but okay. still, the story, the narrative that was projected to us through Jerry Springer, my brother, was that <laughs> was that you know that's was that's those type of we stories related, my was brother, <laughs> <laughs> was those type of stories, and they would always perpetuate through these stories, right. and even through most of the you know the chat shows back in them days that used to have them stories the girl would come out she'd always be vexed at the girl yeah 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 as opposed to getting vexed at the guy alright so let me spin it say if your your girl went out with the girls partying blah blah she's never met none of your friends yet ta-da she's never met met none of your friends yet and so it happens one of your friends is up up in the place Getting his groove on. Doesn't know that's your girl. Seriously, are you 90, bruv? Getting his groove on. <laughs> How do young kids say it now? Not young. They're just getting out. Lit. Just out. Just out enjoying themselves. You said getting lit. <laughs> Shit. Anyway. I don't even have to bait your age. You and sounded then, like Victor Eldrew <laughs> reading the Urban Dictionary right Damn there. right. And let's say he approaches your girl <laughs> and they exchange numbers, whatever. Mm. And then... You somehow find out. Is this why? By, is this also with the knowledge that he knows that's my part? No. Oh no. No. But your um, girl has changed the number. Oh. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You're, you're taking her to town on that one. What kind of town? No. Wow. <laughs> Too much. Okay. <laughs> no, you're taking her to task about. Well, okay. So is this what you do when you go out? Um, why are you giving out your number when you know you have somebody? Blah 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 blah. But the man, he obviously didn't know. You can't fault him because he just did what he did is obviously as a single man that's what you would do you would try and get a number you try and get a contact so you can't really can't say nothing to him how was your approach in back in the day like getting numbers well you see I was a young chubby Nigerian so (laughs) so now you're just an old old chubby Nigerian (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Man, I really have come full circle. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you aged. You aged. That was the full circle. I'm a half circle. Now. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> ah, you gotta so make, you gotta make the jokes before anyone else makes them, so you're safe. Innit? No, the joke was already made, mate. Um, yeah. What was the question? Oh, oh no, so, um, he, he just he, he was just like, yeah, it's about the girl and the and the and the and the, and the text and the, and the thing there. I don't know what that was in English, but okay. Would you let your girl go through your phone? Yeah, why not? Yeah. So she says, oh, let me go for your phone. You just let her go for your phone. Okay. You want to. The relationship would end, though. I was about to say, I was just like, unless you're paying the bill. No, the relationship would end because it should never be a thing of, it's, it's, I would it's never go for someone's phone. Yeah. I was also going to say that. Okay. If there's a, if there's a, if there's an issue of trust to the point where you feel like you have to go through my phone, then... And then this is that whole thing. Obviously, things. If you, if you're kind of looking looking for things, you could read something the wrong way. <laughs> you know what's funny? Guys try to take the moral high ground of oh, so this is how we are, yeah. You just gonna look for my phone. You don't trust us. And then she looks at the phone and she finds reasons why she can't trust him. <laughs> but I think I think in that thing where people wanna, who is Kelly? No, no, but in that thing of going through someone's phone. I think... No, no, but that's not I mean, the point. I think the minute it comes to that and you're looking through someone's phone and it becomes a trust thing, then you're looking to find something. You're going to find something because you're actively looking for something. Mm. So, at the end of the day, like, I think it has become a modern society thing of social media's joke of it being, oh, you got to check his phone. If his phone is turned down, it just means like... Or maybe it's just, it's either that or airplane mode if you don't want, if my friends are calling me and I'm with you, for example, yeah. maybe I just want a general day. With you. You. And not. But no yeah, interruptions. Yeah, 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 no interruptions. I've never looked at someone the girl's phone when it's flipped over and thought, hmm. Yeah, I've, I've never line. looked or thought of that, to be honest. Um, when that, that whole picture and meme thing popped off and people were talking about, oh, what does this mean if his phone is turned downwards? I was like, well, it doesn't. I mean, mind your business, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> two plus two. <laughs> it doesn't always mean that there's something that he's trying to hide or like a phone call he's trying to avoid. I think people are just or... looking for something. That's social media these days, isn't it? It ruins relationships. Oh. I don't think it ruins it. I think the, the I think when it when it comes kind of comes down to it, there are a lot of happy relationships here um, that exist. And it's because they mind their fucking business. <laughs> mind your business, bitch. Not, not, bitch. But yeah, <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's never too late. Oh, oh, please, please, please. Um, can I please, please, as much as Ray Charles, are you finished? As much as we're in great spirits and jolly moods, can I please, please say a massive rest in peace to uh, Richard Ogoyeri. Um, who was uh, who was recently found? Um, prayers to his family. Um, prayers to everyone he knows. And that was that really that shit that really, hit really hit. He looked like so many people who I know, who I've come up with, who I've seen grow up. Nineteen, yeah. Um, Nineteen, and but the added other stuff of 
with the, his mum when she reported him missing. Yeah. And, and how the police, what the police said. How the police, you know, dealt with her. You know, the fact that there's coverage on on her and we're seeing a lot of her upset and her tears. But when um, Sarah Everard was killed, no one saw her parents. We didn't see pictures of her parents going to their grave. So it's, you know, why are they focusing and showing and making sure to... Highlight the one. It the could possibly be linked to institutional racism, and or, or possibly the fact that, especially with the Sarah Everard thing, the whole thing of police being involved of, of a police officer. Yeah, that, that made kind it of something else. It completely. Like, I don't want to use race on this situation, even though I do believe there are elements of uh, systematic racism involved in the process. Mm-hmm. I'm missing person and whatnot, but I do so look at it in a way where I'm like, okay, the difference of the Sarah Everard thing was it was linked to a police officer and they aired him out very quickly. Yeah. Like the Met Police wanted nothing to do with my man immediately as it was, oh, no, him, 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 him. <laughs> Pardon me, have you ever seen, excuse me, have you ever seen Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Have you ever seen the bit, yeah, where Johnny Depp saves Kira Knightley, yeah, in the beginning because her corset's too tight? Yeah. And after he saves her, um, her and the, is he Commodore yet? The Commodore realises that he's Jack Sparrow mm. and I was like, get him, hang him. <laughs> yeah. That was the epitome of what the Met Police did to the officer. I don't even know the officer's name. Yeah, they separated themselves from him very, very quickly. quickly. Very quickly. We don't know him. He's not one of us. He was doing this on his own time. Yada, yada, yada. But yes, I do agree with what you said. I think with that story in itself, I just tried to just, I paid attention to it without saying anything. I think for me, it was it was just one of them things where I was just like, in my brain, I was thinking, oh, the kid's probably just in crunch making money. Like, I didn't want to think the worst. Yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, he's, just, he's probably off ends making peas and it will, it, will, it, will, it will magically appear. I thought he was somewhere seeing all of this, but he yeah. was... Just in the, yeah, in the Matrix. I thought, like, yeah, and obviously when it came out, I was like, okay, cool. I don't know how to really react to this now. Mm. But I, I kind of desensitised to death of all forms now, so I didn't really know how to react to it. So I was just like... I, I thought the same way you did, if you know what I mean. Yeah, how does that, as at, your, at the age you are now, how does it feel when you think about, you know, you're sort of desensitised to, to things like death? My brother's friend asked me this question yesterday as well, because he, he recently lost someone. Shout out to your brother's we, friend, he's obviously yeah, like-minded. Um, and... I didn't, because I know how I value or how I understand death in, death in my own head. Mm. When I knew, oh, well, that went out of my hole. That's harmonised, right? Yeah, now. stop it. <laughs> when I knew, sorry, it was a thing of, I gave him space first before I engaged. Mm-hmm. And then I know when I experienced death, I was taken to kind of just sports and whatever, just to kind of get your brain to rest. Yeah. But what it does do, especially with sports is you do things like even if you go on a treadmill or whatever you do think you don't realise where you're on a treadmill for longer because you're just kind of letting go of the yeah. anguish Auto, and like autopilot. you're on autopilot. It's, yeah, yeah. So obviously where we had ball on Saturday and he came, I could see where I already knew what the process was. I knew certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends, he's naturally playful, but he just assumed that my friend was being, my, my brother's friend was being grumpy. He didn't know what it was. Mm. Whereas myself and um, my boy Jamie knew what it was. Sat in the car, he was quiet, had his headphones in. Even when we had meet time, he was very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't think. As the game, as the game started, in warm up, he was quiet. As the game started and whatever, and he got in, you kind of saw where that 
cloud that was over him slowly started to lift a little Mm. bit. So then when we spoke about it yesterday, he was asking me about how you handle death. I said, listen, I've lost a lot of people in the last 10 years, family, friends, whatever, whatever. And the only way how I've learned to understand it is, listen, if you're a God-fearing person, God gave you someone and God took them back. Right, so their body's not here. The physical embodiment is of them isn't here, but the person and all the positive things that the person meant to you still exist. Yeah, and the and memories. You, yeah, so you concentrate more on that stuff than anything else. Mm. To be certain things you do, the nuances of that person's that person's personality, a certain song, and all the other things that make dealing with death a lot easier. Obviously, at the moment, in the moment of when you have when you lose someone, it doesn't feel that way. Mm. There is a level of emptiness. There is a yeah. why that person, why whatever, whatever. But there's also there's also the part of it where you're like, okay, cool. I have lost that person, but the impact on what that person did for me or how they molded my life is equal is is more important than the fact that person isn't here anymore. Mm. And that's how I, me personally, how I manage death. I know that death is inevitable, regardless. And death is is inevitable. It's not going to change anything. You can't you're gonna, it. You're going to die eventually whether it's through an ailment, through its age, or through whatever form of thing that'll happen, mm. you're going to die eventually. And for me, I think the minute I learned that, the understanding of death and the fear of death for me dissipated. Mm. What about you, Mark? Um, I don't know, I, I handle death differently. Sometimes it, I, I use it to reflect. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, last month I've lost two people that I knew. So, um, it was just trying to be there for the people who mattered the most. Um, I don't know. I, I find myself being the protector when when death happens. Like I'm, I'm always going to the person I think it's affecting the most and making sure they're okay. And sometimes not realizing that I'm not processing it properly. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's the way. I, that's what I've noticed about myself when it comes to death. Um, and I'm still learning things that I need to probably work on when it comes to things like that. Like sometimes, yes, yeah, it's, it's okay to feel sad. It's okay, it's okay to be a bit down about it because you've lost someone who I don't know you was close to or whatever, but I always remember the memories. So it's just one of the things like people come <clears throat> in and out of your life. Of course. And um, it's the way you deal with it. It's the way you process it. It's the way you understand it. And like my grandma's been dead for God knows how long, but I still think about her. I still talk talk to her. Mm. Like yeah, so I think she's always looking down at me and stuff like that. So yeah, she's looking over me. So it is one of the things where I think people have their own ways of dealing with things, and I get the sports element or working out or anything like yeah. that. It's, it gives you a different release. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very good. <clears throat> yeah. Especially for men as well. Yeah. Because um, sometimes men cannot really show their emotions or they or, or it's deemed you're weak or you're too emotional. You, you're a bitch. Why yeah. are you acting like that? When 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 my dad died, um, I was I'm, just about to ask about that as well. I'm my only I'm the only boy mm. in my family um, male three yeah three three other girls and me um, where so did you fall in the totem pole are you the oldest or I am the youngest with my mum and my dad then dad got remarried and so I've got a stepsister mm. as well so there's four of us I count it as four, four of us yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter and when he died there was a lot of you know oh you know you're 
being classic Nigerian, you're the man of the house now. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure everything is intact. And I always knew about that type of thing, but was never really, I never really subscribed to it because it doesn't matter who needs to be the head of the house, be it man or a woman. It's, it can be even a collective thing. It doesn't necessarily have to just fall on yeah. the man. Even though I'm aware of tradition and culture and how things are, how things are, how things classically are done. And there was a lot of time where, you know, I would, you know, we'd be talking with, and there were a lot of people who were like, who gathered to arrange things for the funeral. And anytime we'd get together and we'd talk about it and like emotion would just take over. Like I, you know, you've missed somebody, You're yeah. my dad. It's, I only have one dad. I had like little memory, especially knowing that he was gone, little things would kick in and come back. And I'd, I'd think about that. And then, you know, I'd maybe get upset. I'd start crying. And then they'd kick in with, oh, you're the man, uh, stop crying. Ah, uh, men don't cry. And then, and then, and then, and then you hear that once and you're like, all right, cool. And you wipe it off. And you're like, all right, cool. Second time, you're like, I don't think that's fair, though. It's not exactly. No, no, wait. Now, this is what I'm saying. Now, this is what I'm saying because the, the second See, time I'm, I'm you not, wipe it away, the I'm third not, time I'm not a crier, so I, like I'm not a crier anyway. But I do, but I do, I do, I do not think that's a fair thing. Of listen, like I do think obviously when you're talking about like um, as Pound Sterling says, like masculine shit, that like what well, man can cry. But I think it's one of the ones where it's like, listen, cry, gather your shit, and mm. get that shit together. Yeah, I think that's what the kind of thing of how it works, isn't it? Like you're allowed to cry, whether you're crying around your man and whatever, mm. but get your shit together. No, but yeah. So by the third time, fourth time, you've started crying, and they're like, no, you can't cry. You can't cry. You can't mm. cry. You can't. Like I'm not allowed to. I was really looked at as, you know, some new age, some new age Nigerian Mitch. and right, basically. Yeah. And you know, it. I had an. There was one moment where I had an outburst in front of an uncle and an auntie, and then they were like, "Yeah, you have to apologize." And I was like, "Yeah, but you're making me apologize for the fact I'm having an, true an emotion, an, a true emotion." Wouldn't, and and for me, with that, wouldn't you rather lay it out than than keep it in? Right. That's right. That's so why, that's I, so why let I me have. Think. Let me have emotional you're emotion. Arguing, you're arguing against the old way of the, life, right? Yeah, yeah. And that just it fell on deaf ears. And to this day, uh, there's there's this little stigma of when that happens, you had an outburst. You know, like um, last year, I lost my uncle, my my mum's sister's husband, and I lost my grandmother in the space of a month. And it was to the point where my grandmother died first. And I remember going to the funeral with that uncle. Mm. And he was like, he never cries. And he's one of those people, he was like, he burst into tears and he was like, I don't even know why I'm crying. And the man that he is, he's very well known. He's very big on the, on the like the Nigerian social scene. Yeah. he's out there so and he was he just burst into tears he was like I don't even know why I'm crying I was like uncle you know what sometimes it happens and he was one of the people who when my dad died he was like yeah you can't cry don't cry don't break into that type of thing now you're okay you're the man of the house now you've got to hold it up you can't cry no 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 so to then have to go up to him and and comfort him and let him know it's okay to just let these things out. It was a massive thing for me. Remember we were talking about earlier on before we kind of started massive that was. We were talking about happiness, for example. Yeah. yeah. And um, happiness is not homogenous and it's 
um, specific to the individual. Mm-hmm. This is part of the same thing of grief, the, yeah. the grieving process. But even, well, I think the five stages or the four stages of grief or whatever you think that number is, I mean, you still have to kind of understand that when someone's going through it, it only becomes dangerous territories mm-hmm. if it's five, six, seven months down the line. Yeah. And the impact of it is still as intense as it was in the first month or two months of it. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There has to be a, a kind of understanding, release, let go, and comprehension of the situation. If not, it just becomes like you're stuck. Something you're, that you wear constantly. You're in a social limbo. Yeah. And I think that's where it comes in. Listen, me and death, if I want to be emotional about the situation or whatever I'm going through, like I'm not, I'm not an emotional being in that sense. Mm-hmm. My actions are louder than my general emotion. Mm. But if I feel like someone's going to be like, oh yeah, but Ruth didn't ask your opinion. Mm. Yeah. But I just feel like I didn't ask for what you just feel like. Yeah. Yeah, especially if it's in like the opening where we're still going through it and it's like a month or two months in, I didn't ask you that. Like we've done the nine night, we, like we've just done the funeral, I didn't ask your opinion. Do you know what I mean? I mm. like, Do you think it's people's expectations of what you, what they think you should I think be? in a family element of even when we're speaking about people's expectations, for example, you have to also understand that, and I've experienced this in my family where even in loss or when someone passes away and we speak about people's expectations and we're speaking about, um, for example, where you have lost someone and then someone in the family who you weren't close to but has a higher ranking tries to start reading you for the ringer and starts telling you about, oh yeah, but this time whatever, and you're looking at them like, even in your logical mind, like, okay, cool, I get you're standing up now, but you wasn't a person who had a standout factor before. So even for you, you kind of have to wind your neck in and wind in early before you start coming with this whole, oh yeah, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I think for me, when I lost my mum and some family members kind of tried to step up and it's not bad for the step up, it's the manner of how they did it. Mm-hmm. Cause you ultimately have to understand the person's personality you're talking to. Forget the loss. Mm. You have to it, understand it's the It's the person. stepping with a bit of a shoulder, like, yeah, here yeah. I am. It's, it, for me, it's like, a, it's like shoulder barging, man. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't know you like that, or I know who you are, and we don't have that type of relationship, <laughs> what, you, what you therefore create is a problematic conundrum of where we're gonna get into a situation or an issue because you feel like, because of your station or where you stand, you have the right yes. to do something. Yes. Because before that situation, you didn't have the manner or the right, mm. or you weren't in that kind of situation where you can come, come and do that. Like for example, if I was older than O and I was an uncle of O's or whatever, and me and O had that relationship where we grew up, grew up together and whatever, whatever, um, that his mum, for example, or his grandma was like, uh, or his mum, for example, or someone in his family was like my sister or my partner. Yeah. I can go and talk to O and talk him through it and whatever and make sure I'm there because we have a somewhat of a rapport. Not because we're family, but because we have a rapport. Yeah. yeah. But when you don't have a rapport with people and they come and step up and think that's their, that's their, their right or their role, yeah. and it's happened to me when it happened yes. when I lost my mum, I fell out with people. And I think even some of my family, I won't say it was, I think the, family, the approach, family the approach, does, yeah. can, can do that sometimes. Death, uh, death and money will change so, the dynamic geez. of a family period. Yeah. But I said, for me, when it happened and I had that running with a family member and they stepped out of pocket, for example, stepped out of pocket, we'd had one conversation and I was very clear with how I handled it. I wasn't disrespectful, but obviously disrespect is subjective to the person. Yeah. But for me, it boiled down to, you don't have the right 
in any capacity to tell me how you feel about something because you've not been here. Mm. As in present, not even in, in physical embodiment, you've not been present. I think, I think it's very important for someone to be present even before it's of even course. happened. So, yeah. you, so you have that relationship. There you go. So, so you can fall back on them or, they, or you can rely on them to step of up. Of course, for me, once it happened, after that, I say, my mum's been gone eight years. I have not had a conversation with this person since that day. So eight years, nothing. Jeez. No conversation. But for me, I'm like, it's no skin off my nose because at the end of the day, you showed your ass. Mm-hmm. Because if what you were saying wasn't based on like the overarching, I'm older than you, this is my ranking of what you judge, mm-hmm. yeah, then we could have moved forward. Mm-hmm. But because of that's the mentality you had, it was just one of those, I was like, okay, cool, safe, peace, whatever. And yeah. I do, some people do think the way I handle things is a bit grim. I, I say it all the time and it sounds like my and dark. I treat people in life the way they treat me in death. No, I treat people in death the same way they treated me in life, sorry. Yeah. So if you treated me a certain way in life, don't expect me to bring my children around you when I have kids or for me to be coming to your funeral or whatever. Because the same energy you showed me in life whether it was disrespect or whatever, I'm not breaking my back to go to yours, mm. to be fake. And I was like, oh, it's peace of mind. I said, it's not peace of mind because I had peace of mind years ago when you chose to do all the other things or mm. that one thing which your stubbornness didn't allow you to. Yeah. But I think that's where, as I said, everyone's manage, everyone's management of death or is so, so different. My management of death changed. Um as I was saying my mum died my grandma died last year and then like three weeks later my uncle died Mm. Um, when he died all types of shit is that when the miss all types of shit the side pieces popped off fam I remember remember when this happened the day after he died apparently two of his side pieces and this is where everyone's wearing masks by the way so you can't really see faces two of his side pieces apparently came to the night and sat in in my auntie's house who was married to him sat in his house and was sitting there like watching the people come and go giving her condolences at the funeral his son no one know he had his son turned up and was giving all types of evil looks and was looking like he was going to fight people I had to literally like stand in front of my yeah I'd stand in front of my aunt like to say what bro this is not the place for it but if it's going to go that way you're not going to get here and don't throw hands at Jesus or me because they'll throw on the they'll throw it you say don't throw hands at Jesus (laughs) (laughs) but you couldn't yourself Jesus now no, but those are just two, three people done throw hands at. Um, then, like, like he had a daughter. Well, you who can. Came out and it just, it just won't yeah. be the best. It just won't be the best thing to do, yeah. right? So, but what all of that did was he's gone. So there's no one to to put the blame on, or no one to talk to about, it or no one to ask him. No, no. What were you thinking with all of this stuff? Because he's gone. But it changed, it kind of, it changes how you remember him because when he was alive, he was the life and soul of the party, Mr. Uncle, hey, how are you? And then after he's shaking your hand, there's a 20 pound note in your hand. Yeah. He was that uncle, hey, party, hey, bottle of Kavasi, yeah, hold that. Do you, I, th- do you think some, in, in that instant that they channeled, chan, channeled their anger or their loss? Or their dis- 
in into obviously wanting to be for whatever? I don't know. I don't know. Because he kept everything separate and the way that he did it, I didn't even know he had a another he had another apparently he had another daughter and another son who both came to the funeral. Um I didn't know that he went and spent time with them during like Christmas and New Year's and stuff like that. So it's like not only knowing that these people existed, but knowing that he knew they existed and went and spent time and made sure he was in their lives. Yeah. Um, but for the people he left behind, they had no idea. So they have to deal with the fact that he's gone, they miss him, as well as the shit that is now boiling afterwards. And since he died, like the sun has come out and gone on social media and oh, like, geez. oh, I've not been able to talk to my, not been able to go and grieve for my father. It's the wife's fault, that's my auntie. I'm like, fam, keep your mouth shut. Don't talk about my auntie. Things like that. It's literally been like a lot of that that's been popping off. And like, just as far as, like even just grieving, it makes it hard for me to just remiss, to just miss my uncle who was the funniest guy and was always the life and soul. And anytime you saw him and anytime you saw me, he was happy. Anytime you saw my daughter, he was happy. Gave her a little fiver. Hey, don't trip on me. Hey, hey, listen, it could also be that, yeah, listen, let me hide all the shit I'm doing behind being the good guy and just throwing money about. But from when I was a child till now, He was he was that guy, so you know it it makes grieving difficult when um, when you've got a when after they've gone a lot you find out a lot of shit that you just didn't know when they were here. Of course, and that, I mean that's the that's the kind of fucked up part because you're kind of just like okay, cool, the skeletons come out eventually when you die in it. Yeah. Fam, any skeletons I have, I've stayed dead, bruv. Just lift them when they dead, lift bro. them when they're dead. I ain't got peace for you, bruv. Get out of here. And it's hard because the guy's gone. I can't. No one can ask him anything. No one can blame anyone because then you start to feel like you're you're just shitting on somebody who's not here to defend themselves. Of I course. Guess. You know. Mm. And if you wasn't, thank you. If it wasn't a thing where you were actively about when. Um, well, that thing we was actively about before, piss off and get away from me, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody got time for that? I'm grown. Jeez. I'm, I'm just imagining when when you have kids, kids, Reese. Why? <laughs> um, introduce them to Uncle O. Yay! <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be the, <laughs> the nasty uncle. The dirty uncle. Oh, but I make sure behaviour is 10, 10 from now. Okay, kids, we're going to go to the park. I ain't coming nowhere near my kids. <laughs> Let's go to the park. He's going to use your kids as bait <laughs> no, to try and drug you out. Well, those barbecues of single ladies are. Let's go there. You won't be using my kids. <laughs> in, 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 in the joking. <laughs> Listen, I'm getting used to in, in this singleness I'm 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 just getting used to myself and it's it's nice. It is. Are you willing to share yourself? Um as in in this conversation or cuz you're grinning in that stupid idiotic I'm way not. that you do. <laughs> like as in like going dip, dipping your toe in the dating pool. <laughs> um no, not not right now. No, I don't want to date. I don't want to meet anyone. Um you don't want to have no friend with benefits. I don't want to have any friends with benefits. Um no. So you're born again virgin like me? Um I'm 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 not You're a what? 
born again virgin. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. I'm not. Get out of here. Get out of here. The ones who were like, oh, wait, it goes back. Get out of here. No, you're yeah. not a born again anything, man. You're abstinent, man. You're, you're, absta- you're abstaining. You know, he's not even abstaining. He's just not getting some. That's just what it is. And that's fine. So you're celibate. And that's okay. Yeah, born again. You could just say, eh, I'm not even looking. So basically, what I'm hearing is your game is mid. <laughs> so, midi. My, my game see, is. Why, why, why you gotta go there? No, don't do that. No, no, no. Midi. Dalvin had game. COVID or not, yeah, but Dalvin ain't got kicked out, bruv. Dalvin's game's like. Dalvin, Like Khaleesi's milkshake, bruv. It's spoiled. It brings all the points. No, it's spoiled. Wow. Why in a blood clot? That's what it is, bro. Wow. <laughs> well, bad man, the boy, I said, no, it's wild. Okay. Wild. Okay. You just need to adjust your frequency and stop bringing the boys to the yard. No boys are coming no to the yard. No boys to the yard. <laughs> <laughs> However, whatever makes you happy, bro. And trans- transition to that, yeah. <laughs> Smoothly so. <laughs> Have you ever dated a girl who, who's dated girls? Or been with girls? Oh, yes. No, I know you have freak Oh, custom. memories. They don't live like people do. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got, you got to say you. that as normal in English as possible. Like I know. You, <laughs> I remember you. You're so sick, Everybody bro. things are good or bad. That was funny. You're sick. That's funny. Sorry. Man. Mm. Yes, yes, I have. Um, Why does it sound like you got more to the story than that? No, no, no. It's it's just you know you think about people you haven't thought of for a long time. It's like, oh, yeah. But you never got that menage, did you? <sighs> yeah. Oh, you got it with another dude. <laughs> I'm not sure how anything in the world, dun, yeah, dun, circled dun, to dun, the back. Dun, like, dun, anyway, gang stuff alive. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> I don't know how the word yeah circled to anything about another dude. Okay, carry, carry, on, carry on, carry on. No, um, no, 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 And that's a lie too, because yeah, we, we know we've discussed this about 1900 times. Yeah. But yeah, go on. So you've dated a woman who yes, has yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. Charlie it's, got a friend, and a friend got a friend too, huh? Tell your friends to give them my friends, <laughs> and we, can we be friends. Be friends. <laughs> Shit, we can do it on the weekend. Um, but, you didn't, but, but you didn't do it on the weekend. It was it was great. You know when it was great, <laughs> on the, only on a Tuesday. You know when it was great, <laughs> especially Tuesday. when you're walking down the road and you see. <laughs> You see a beautiful woman and you look so you and making, then you, so what you're telling me is you was making your way downtown walking fast <laughs> making my way downtown <laughs> <laughs> I give Reese all his flowers I always no, 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 Reese. no Reese, you deserve every oh, flower <laughs> there's some serious puns in that and he needs you <laughs> <laughs> and he miss you <laughs> By the way, that film is shit. <laughs> Thank you. That film is shit. I don't care what no one says. That's white chicks. Shit. It's awful, bro. I love white chicks. White chicks or mean girls? Not, not, not white chicks. White chicks or mean girls? Hmm? Movie. White chicks or mean girls? I'll go for white chicks. You're, you're mad. Yeah, so. mean I, girls. I'm talking about the film, no, no, people. No, no, I'm no, talking no, about no. the film. Hey, d- d- no, 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 If you like, my, if you if like, you like mean girls over white chicks, that's fine. Look. Yeah. But anyway, you was making your way downtown. <laughs> Walking fast. Spreading it. You walk down the road, you see something nice and you're walking with a lady who likes ladies. It's easy to just go, ooh, babe, look. And she can look and go, all right. And it's, I, I see then where it's you're an, going with that one. And it's an appreciation thing together as opposed no, to... No, I think women in general will, will say another woman is... 
Yeah, but when you're walking with a girl who doesn't like girls and you walk and you stop and look at but something. How are you stopping and looking? Are you just stopping and looking like you're hungry? Mark, is there any time or any way any that way? you can look at another girl with your partner and there's no problem? Hell to no. Right. Discre- so what the hell are you asking the me Mark, for then? The term Mark was looking for was the word discreetly. <laughs> do men do it discreetly? I know a lot of people that do it discreetly. Come on. I've never been a person. I, I don't stare anyway, so I can look at someone I think I just give pretty. it like... No, <laughs> my head don't move. I can look yeah, at my someone, head don't move. I can look at someone I who I think is attractive and I will see them once because they're in my eye line. I don't have to look in. Because I've already, I've already gauged. If you are... If you are high level perv, right. like yourself, no, the high level. I was there. I was there. Deep. I was there in at the the height of my um, sexual career. I was there. Sexual right in the navy. <laughs> in the navy. In 1984. <laughs> right. If you were slick and you were high, no, if level you think perv, you're slick, because a you woman would notice. No, no, right. Mm, yeah. No. This, no, this one works a lot. Right. What you do? This, this one works a lot. It worked. Oh, a lot. So you think? I'm just gonna expose some game right now. What you do, right, is, <laughs> right. If you see, if you see, and you're walking with your partner, wait, you wait, wait. see something nice approaching. Oh, could you do me a favor, please? Yes, sir. Of course. Start that again. Yeah. All right, go for it. And start talking now. Go on. All right. So if you see something nice approaching, right, and you're thinking to yourself. I want to see that from the back. Uh-huh. Then before she passes, uh, you already look behind No, wait, 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 wait. That was nasty. Don't do that again. Don't do that again. We're going to reload. You, 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 you. You see him, you, you. Mark Brown, you. Don't do that again. Don't do that again. Don't. Don't do that again. Right, ever in your life. Can, can reload? No, you'll take, get a reload. Take two. No, you don't. Don't ever make that noise again in your life. That was gross, bro. Blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> no, that's you. You old sick it's fuck. It's my evil twin, Marcus. <laughs> I said, Marcus. Can you imagine Mark and Marcus? Like Demon a- time. And that's- Stop saying that term, <laughs> yeah, bro. I can't use that. No, bro. <laughs> I can't wait to get some demon time. <laughs> If you believe in the power of the universe, I don't want to hear man. It's an nose kicking game right there. But then anyway. No, kick it, kick it. But anyway, it's fine. Man, even so you gave you Omar in the background. Yeah, so before it approaches, you already look in the direction you, that it's you going. You already what? You already look okay, cool, sorry. in the direction. You thought I said orally. That would have been something <laughs> nasty. You already look in the direction it did, <laughs> that the nice shape is about to be going in so that. Could you tell that she's got back from the front? No. And that's the that's the dance, that's the dance that you know you deal with every day. If she has back from the front, it's just thick thighs. Doesn't tell lies. And then it passes you, and you, it, there's nothing there. <laughs> where, where is it? You sound like you're how, horrified. How? How? <laughs> you, you you should promise from the front, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> Joe's just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> I keep my head straight and look straight at all times. No, he's not joking, people. Nah, I'm 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 getting used to myself, but still appreciate the human form. The human form. It's a beautiful thing. Anyway, <laughs> do you have anything else? Crime Stoppers is one hundred. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Have you seen this man, Mister O? That's not his real name. I know. 
Exactly. I'm not going to beat you up. Wow. I'm telling you. If you listen to the early episodes, then you'd you'd hear it slips in. Don't worry. I'll snitch on you. Yeah, it slips in. I'm like, I have yeah, to say, you know what? Him. You know what? Out of the three of us, because obviously Reese from South London, out of the three of us, it would be you who would snitch on somebody in here. Sometimes it'd be the closest. Oh no! I can't lie. It's I was the prettiest. First time ever. Yeah, when Mark, but not sorry, when O says something, I'm very respectful. He said, "By snitching, there's a no go around." Eh, eh. Can't run around here, B. It had to be you. It had to Show be Bridget. you. I don't know. By the way, do you know, wait, 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 one second. No, I need to, before we even go to the next subject, there's something I really need to laugh at about Mark here. Yeah? Oh my God. What? So for two weeks in a row, yeah, Mark gave awful renditions of songs. So one was Monica. And then, no, yeah. last week wasn't even a rendition. It was his poor little John, um, okay. his little John thing. So what's made it laugh now is obviously Mark's in the studio now, yeah, with a hat on with a big A in it. Yeah, to try and show his laugh for Atlanta. So what what other what other artists are you going for not what other artists from Atlanta? Because I think Monaco is from the South as well. Are you yeah. going to, from Atlanta? Are you going to destroy today? I'm I'm not gonna do it. So you've learned your lesson? Yeah, I've learned my You're lesson. You're not gonna try to do a sci high nope. impression of no one else. Nope. Thank you. Not ludicrous, no nothing. He's no. gonna slip it in. <laughs> That's a, hey, hey. I've heard that four times in the last two minutes. What, I, slip I, it in? I ignored both of you when you both said it. I never said that before. Well one of you said it before. He he probably did. Yeah, you should have heard what he said on the train. I'm happy I didn't. Talk about man's length. In, in in the train, Mark. Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, shit. Right? Yeah. Wow. Before, before you bat something towards the train, me, innit? On the train yourself, towards it. <laughs> on towards here. You're talking about my man from Earth, Wind and Fire and you're like, oh, he's length. In the train, yeah. On the train. If you want to do this, Mark, we can do this all day. I'll play with I've, words. I've never dude. done them kind of things. I'll play words, son, is what I do. I'm, I'm a virgin. <laughs> Born again. No, I'm just a virgin. No, you're not. I'm a virgin. I'm about to beat up your age again. There's a movie about you, but we just won't do that. It gets well, 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 this episode is almost my age. Almost, yeah. It's a shame. It's really all about the math. It's all about the Benjamins in Venice, but okay. Right. Oh, oh, dude. Oh, you're getting on, ain't you? No one to talk. You look older than him. Oh, you're getting on. <laughs> wow. First of all, 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 what we're not going to do is perpetuate lies in here. It's not a lie. Okay. It's, it's complete lies. Like it's complete. It's me, complete. That's a lie. People have told me what, how old Mark, how Mark looks. I don't um, care what those people's opinions are because obviously a bit wrong. We can ask the public. We don't need to ask the public. It's a simple thing. It's it's understandable. I'm just, you know what? I'm I'm done. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care how I look. Listen, I've seen quite a few revolutions of this sun, so huh? I don't care. As in the gleam of your forehead when you say the sun. <laughs> oh, jeez. The drinky drink. Does anyone get anything else to say on this thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> you got a drink? Go on. I'm <laughs> you got any subjects? <laughs> you got any topics? <laughs> Mine I can save for another day, but yeah, drink a drink. Drink a drink. Actually, one second. <laughs> this guy's dying inside, bro. <laughs> we jabs. Oh, oh so, um, I love you guys. I do. I don't love you. I do. <laughs> yeah, you do. You abandoned me. Love don't live. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I wanted to ask you a little icebreaker questions. I know we've done this. We've done this for ages, you know. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we ain't done this for time. So, um, do you want funny ones or just? Oh, give me funny. 
more funny ones. Um, so yeah, but the other ones bring on serious questions. We can make him the funny. All right, we'll make him serious. All right, you make him funny, I'll make him serious. We can do that. All right, deal. Deal. All right, let's start with the normal ones first. Yeah. Um, you have an unlimited supply of one thing for the rest of your life. What is it? Su- sushi. Oh yeah. Or choice. scotch tape. Huh? Scotch tape. Sushi or scotch tape. I don't eat sushi, but I'll go for sushi. Scotch tape because we're gonna need it to mend the 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 failing foundations of this relationship. Okay. I don't know what the hell he said. <laughs> I'm like I'm trying to make sense of it. Like, mm, okay. Whatever he said. If you could choose any person from history to be your imaginary friend, who would it be and why? Imaginary friend. Damn. Imaginary friend. That means I'll be talking to him like a crackhead. You are a crackhead. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Reese. Mm-hmm. Reese has said that before. That you are a crackhead, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he flipped that sick. Yeah, he did, he did, he did. Sure. I'm going to go for Richard Pryor because he will make me laugh. What, what about sniffing coke and the rest of it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Him and Marlon Brando. I'm going to go for Amy Winehouse because she probably told me all the things I'm not supposed to do. So basically, you're not just going for people who, who, who sniff coke. Okay, cool. Nice to see how you... Who'd you go for, Reese? None of your fucking business. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Question master. If you could commit any crime and get away with it, what would you choose and why? Mm. Transferring bank. Transferring money from a bank. Any bank, okay. And O? You're gonna say having sex with someone, innit? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, wait, 100 prime stoppers. So, <laughs> fighting against the urge of saying what I really wanna say, because that's actually illegal. Um, <laughs> I would have to say. A case? Um, <laughs> Catch a case? Uh, leaving in a bag on somebody's doorstep when they deserve it that's absolutely disgusting oh, you, you nasty nasty I don't like this I'm not spitting at people that's just gross if you could bring back any fashion trend what would it be and no mark you cannot bring back boot cuts <laughs> I never wear boot cuts well you are oh, one of you so I'm bringing back roll ups that's poor bro <laughs> 90s, ro- 90s roll ups I don't care 90s roll ups if you had listen no 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 if you out there listening to this were around uh, 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 older during than the o. 90s for roll-ups the fat ones and the slim ones you know they were an you art you can't body shame they were an art no 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 they were an art put this shame. put this in the description for the description of this thing they were an art <laughs> 90s roll-ups on jeans? Are you mad? I have a list, but not once I've ever spat on this mic. I've seen them spitting on my lap. <laughs> and he's not even rapping. That's cool. Sorry, no, I felt that shit. I was like, no, nah, roll-ups. No, don't do that. Roll-ups for the shit. Mark, because I don't really care about... Um, what fashion would I bring back? Probably the old school track suits. The retro. Well, like shell suits? Not just shell suits, but just in general. So I'm going to ask a question I'm going to answer mine straight away as Vladimir Putin. Um, if you could, Is that what you want to bring back? If you could change places... With Is anyone, that the clothing he wants to bring back? Are you dumb? We're so dumb about to say... 
If you could change places with anyone in the world, who would it be? I've already answered mine, the Vladimir Putin. Rotted. Change places with someone. Mm. Mark would change places with the follicles and the scalp. No, not Mark, sorry. Mark would change places with the follicles and the scalp because he remembered when they were, when two became one, like a Spice Girl song. And, um... (laughs) I am just searching for that something. Yeah, yeah. That's where I am with that. That's cool. Change place. Dead or alive? (laughs) It's up to you, bro. David Amber. I just think it's interesting. No, I'm laughing. Why? I always think of this um, joke here that someone said, certain gal would fuck David Attenborough if he had a table of libertines. Oh, Lord. Lord, 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 Lord. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. All right, cool. Because I would take it too long. Um, the person who rolls Snoop Dogg's blunt. If you could rename yourself, what wow. name would you pick? Ooh. 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 That's hard, because I give most of those names some characters in my books. Yeah, and obviously you change yourself, your look in your books too. Um, You're an idiot. You're going to keep pushing this narrative that I'm in each of my books. I'm not. I'm in some, but not all. Uh, Okay. Whatever you say. Um, (laughs) Some, not a lot. When I was younger, I did want to change my name, but I, I never knew what I wanted to change it to. Maybe Devante. <laughs> you mean Dalvin? You're Dalvin. Jeez. If you and you're Jojo. If you, I know. Maybe I K- had the voice. A bit, a bit of Casey as well. I had the voice. You got I K- was the money. You got that Casey look as well. What? When he was younger, I'll take cracked that. out. I'll take that. No, when he was older. No, cracked out. Oh. But still, I've got the voice. Stick with me, boy. I'll make you a star. You sound per. per- <laughs> is that is, is that where you dropped a girl? This here? this coming from the guy with the pervy hand. Per- okay, all right. Perv hand and Jimmy okay. Savile over here. My guy was doing perv hand on the train. Where yeah? look at my hands for? Right. Because they were doing pervy shit on the train no, and they shouldn't be doing on the train. Listen, check the socials. Hey, he was do, doing pervy do shit on the train. Talk about on the train. <laughs> What stays in the train? Stays in the train. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. <laughs> you made me sick. <laughs> Why are you like this? Alright. Um, did anyone hear about the um the thing that happened with uh Lil Uzi and South side or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In it was that kind of hard to ignore, bro. But yeah, yeah. Man was screaming down the phone. In what? that situation, do you feel he was valid in that situation, Southside? In that situation, yes. For no. his response, yes and no. Yeah. Why yes? Why no? I just don't believe with shouting down the phone. Yes, because at the end of the day, if women are having their dramas. Yeah, it's not for a man to get involved in because it's not your business. Even mm. if your partner comes and tells you what it is, it's there for you to just mind your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the mother of his child, so he's indirectly involved with a woman for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, no, for him, him actually being a street dude and him airing him out on the internet and then bringing up bare other stuff, which I thought was <laughs> out, which is unnecessary. The, 
And then the internet, that was pay. That was the, pay. And then the internet drew him out anyway <laughs> by saying, "Hold on a second, right, and your dad. Got, <laughs> no, no, why have you got this chat for the guy who's that five foot four? Why you ain't got this chat for Kodak Black? And then he had to go back on the internet. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> I'm got you for you too. <laughs> so, I think you know this. I've always said this. I like street dudes to be street dudes. Avoid the internet stuff. The internet stuff is not you. Like, I thought it was the whole man they move in silence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah, I catch yeah, you, yeah. I catch you, then there was a problem. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. This whole modern day dry snitching on yourself, letting police know what you're doing, is, is a b- very bizarre concept to me. Uh, did you see the dappy into the dappy? With doubles? Mm. Or for DJ Vlad? Yeah. I've seen both sides of that story and I still don't know what that I, was going on. I thought that was bizarre. I was going to say, how did Dappy you... Because... Only wanted to t- Dappy said he only wanted to talk about his... So for anyone who's listening who doesn't know, Dappy did an interview on DJ Vlad's UK edition with DJ Doubles. Um, and before Dappy sat down, um, Dappy's saying he spoke to Doubles and whatnot, DJ Doubles, and said he only wanted to talk about his upcoming music and whatever he didn't want to talk about end of because end of was a long time ago and he's an exceptional artist in his own right probably one of the most talented people that's come out of the UK in my opinion he's one of the most talented people coming to the UK that's yeah, a bold statement he's, he's one of the most talented people coming to the UK for what he can do he can rap he can sing he's very talented no 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 right yeah I don't give a fuck but that's a bold statement it's, but it's true though so um and yet Omar still breathes but okay but, Regardless, he's one of the most talented people coming to UK. Dappy's CV for what he done and number one is higher than Omar's, I'm just being honest. And I think Omar's an exceptional artist. But what Dappy does wasn't a, wasn't a social norm from when I was a kid, so that's why I'm rating it. Dappy was okay. the number one hitter in N-dubs and he, mm-hmm. when you look at N-dubs now, regardless, <coughs> Dappy's still the number one hitter. He can go on any one song and still, on any genre and still bust it up. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not yeah, yeah, no, 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 that's why, that's why I'm just... So he said, obviously, he didn't want to talk about N-dubs stuff. Doubles, um, DJ Doubles said he spoke to Dappy's manager and they only wanted to talk about old stuff and end up from so there was a breakdown in communication so the interview in itself looked very awkward mm-hmm. tense it looked very awkward and he obviously Dappy made it clear like listen I don't really like how this interview's going at the moment I don't want to talk about no end up stuff everyone's like yeah but it's end up stuff bro the guy hasn't been in end up in over 13 years yeah but Dappy's not done that too He's many interviews either yeah, but if he or if you've already had the discussion before, so for example, I I, I get it from both sides. If but Mo, if if Ode's doing stuff for his book here, he doesn't want to talk about be, his old books. And Ode doesn't want to talk about, um, for example, if another thing, and I don't want to talk about his first book. Say Ode was married and he got divorced, and Ode doesn't want to talk about his divorce because of whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to talk about it. When um, Robert Downey Jr. was on Channel 4 and he had an interview with Christian Guru Murphy and they had already spoken about whatever and he didn't want to talk about obviously his old days of him being on drugs and whatever mm-hmm. and Christian Guru Murphy brought it up when it was unnecessary because that's not where he is now. Yeah, what yeah. an interview? If you've already discussed it before, all you're basically doing I, is, I I that. there's journalistic integrity, period. But if you, and if you've already discussed it before, of listen, we don't want to bring this up, and you blindside me with this, all you're basically doing is, I'm not trying to be a diva, but I was like, hold on a second, like, there's ways in which you can do it. Like I watched something on YouTube the other day of celebrities where they're being interviewed and people have said foul things or wild things where the people are ready to walk off. Yeah, I've, I've seen think one I've with seen Ellen, I've seen yeah. one with, with, um, oh, what is her name? Catherine. Zeta Jones? No, she was in, not 13 Gone 30, she was in Princess Diaries, she was Catwoman, she was. Oh, um, um. Michelle Pfeiffer? She no. was Batwoman, no, 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 she no, was no, Batwoman no. in the Christopher Nolan. Oh, um, something silver. No. no, she was in The Devil Wears Prada. Um, 
and one guy was asking her questions about her about. Bo- about her bo- about her body and whatnot. Yeah, don't talk about my body. But obviously, like photographers photographed her in a really vulnerable moment, and he was just asking her, "Is that what did you learn from the situation?" Anne Hathaway. Thank you very much. And she was like, "What do you mean?" Like she handled it really well. But I think there's certain questions you don't ask, and you have to be really clued up. And then there's you need a general rapport with people. And I think with that interview, when I looked at, I just looked at Dappy as Dappy being like, "Listen, we've already spoken about this. I don't want to talk about this." Let me talk about my upcoming project, whatever, whatever. Do you know mm. what I'm trying to say? I hear that, but it could have been coming up to that question. It just wanted like a. But, I don't but, know. but you haven't seen the full interview. No. There you go. So you can't base it off a clip. Uh, okay. Well, I wasn't really fussed about it because I'm not really tuning into Dappy. And then he, he was he was threatening me as well. I think afterwards. Yeah, afterwards he was like, yeah. That's no, all. He said he wouldn't. They said he wouldn't put the interview up, and he still like, take that bit out, and he still don't. don't Watch it? when I catch you. Blah 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 blah. You know how many people like to say that stuff. Yeah, when online. I catch you, it's, it's on site. That boy's track record. What was he speed at spitting on people on petrol stations the other day? Well, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Anywho, anyway, is that wait, really you know what, what we're doing? We're not doing that. We're not doing that because I just really don't give a fuck. Um, ladies and gentlemen, as it seems to be, we seem. Are like you never close? He's not going to. I thought he was about to say something. He's not closing. Oh. He never closes because of the don't, don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just started to go along the road just to see what the reaction would be here. <laughs> no, he's not doing that. No, he's not doing that. You're pushing fine. the buttons, yeah. No, it's fine. No. All right, Michelle. You can find us on you can find us on Twitter at Podstrokes. You can find us see, on Instagram on at Different Strokes Podcast. No, because you're Michelle. Um <laughs> My Bell. You can find um <laughs> Us on Instagram at Different Strokes Podcast. Um, I've been Raw Talk Reese. To my right has been Two Drinks. To my left has been Mr. O. Um, we will be back next week um, when gyms are open. Hopefully, Fluffy O becomes Skinny O again. <laughs> Fuck me, um, Pause, rather not. No, thank you. Uh, Mark's Two Chins. I'd hook you up. Two chins? <laughs> Mark go from two drinks, go two chins back to two drinks. Um, wow, two chins, you know, wow. I ain't got no two chins. And me, Captain Morgan, and the rest of the crew will be back next week. I, I want to come back as buff, buff Have body, nice buff body brown. Bad baby, yeah? No, oh buff body brown. Bobby. <laughs> Daniel Bagroli, yeah? Buff body brown. Hey. So I'm coming back as... Mark has never been buff body anything, bro. Hey, hey. More, more like bang body brown. Nah, man. I bang be, belly brown. No, buff. Bang belly brown, yeah? No, buff body Cheese. brown. Belly brown. Are you stupid? Cheese. Shoot a shoot, man. Everyone, have a nice week. Peace. Peace. Stay Peace. safe. <laughs>